This is the Get After It Podcast, where young professionals, entrepreneurs, and action takers learn what it takes to be a high performer. This is more than a podcast. It's a movement. Now, let's get after it with your host, Aaron Griffin. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome in here to the Get After It Podcast. I'm going to steal a concept today from a book from Peter Thiel, um, with help from Blake Masters, it's called Zero to One. It's notes on startups or how to build the better future. Um, I wanna talk about this because I think this is really interesting uh, in terms of the concept it highlights. And so, so just to give a little bit of context before I dive into this, this is in just the second chapter of the book. And, and Peter Thiel, for those that don't know him, um, venture capitalist, um, co-founder of PayPal, um, early investor, maybe if you've seen the movie, The Social Network, he's the guy who is one of the biggest angel investors in Facebook. Um, a lot of different companies like that, you know, SpaceX, several, several of those large, um, you know, boom companies. Peter Thiel is a prolific angel investor. Um, and this book is fascinating. It comes from a course he actually taught at Stanford in 2012. Um, and with the notes of a student, they basically said like, this, this, this belongs to more than just us um, in here at Stanford. So they took the notes and they published it as a book. Um, and overall, it's fascinating. I'm just getting into it. But I want to share this with you guys because I think this is so important um, because there's advice monsters out there, which is where everybody just wants to give you their two cents as to how you're going to do something. And I really think there's a good lesson here from Peter Thiel specifically about that. So let me talk about this real briefly. Um, what, what he's talking about in this chapter is about the dot-com bust, which was in the early 2000, like the early year of 2000, from all the way from 1999 into the early 2000, the stock market in internet stocks specifically absolutely exploded. And then it exploded in the wrong way. It collapsed in the second, really the second quarter, starting in the second quarter of 2000. And what he talks about is essentially these companies were set up to not actually make money. They were just set up to IPO because everyone was buying internet stocks. It was the one thing that was absolutely crushing it. And it was a massive bubble. But I want to quote this here. So the entrepreneurs who stuck with Silicon Valley learned four big lessons from the dot-com crash that still guide business thinking today. So this is what I want to talk about. Number one, make incremental advances. So Teal says that great visions inflated the bubble. So they should not be indulged. Anyone who claims to be able to do something great is suspect. And anyone who wants to change the world should be more humble. Small incremental steps are the only safe path forward. Simple enough. Number two, lean, or stay lean and flexible. All companies must be lean, which is a code for unplanned. You should not know what your business will do. Planning is arrogant and inflexible. Instead, you should try things out. Iterate uh, and treat entrepreneurship as agnostic experimentation. Really like that last line. Treat entrepreneurship as agnostic experimentation. Number three, improve on the competition. Don't try to create a new market prematurely. The only way to know you have a real business is to start with an already existing customer. So you should build your company by improving on recognizable products already offered by successful com competitors. Number four, focus on product, not sales. If your product requires advertising or salespeople to sell it, it's not good enough. Technology is, is primarily about product development, not distribution. Bubble era advertising was obviously wasteful, so the only sustainable growth 
is viral growth. Okay. Interesting lessons there. Now, what's interesting about this, and he says, he says this has become like the dogma of the startup world. If you try to ignore this, you're perceived to, it really invite the doom that happened in 2000 with the, with the tech bottle. But he makes the point that the opposite principles are probably even more correct. So let's take the inverse. Make incremental advances was number one. Well, what's the inverse of that? It is better to risk boldness than triviality. Number two was stay lean and flexible. The inverse of that is a bad plan is better than no plan, right? Number three, improve on the competition. The inverse of that, competitive markets destroy profits. Number four, focus on product, not sales. Inverse, sales matters just as much as a product. Look, I, what I think is fascinating about this is it comes back to a concept of, and again, this is both personal and business. This is not just for our entrepreneurs and our, and our business leaders that are listening to this podcast. This is for both. No one knows your business as well as you do. So you always have to take advice and ideas and constructs and run them through the filter of your brain because you are the one that knows the best. And I wanna end with this quote here from Peter Thiel to end the chapter. He said, to build the next generation of companies, we must abandon the dogmas created after the crash. That doesn't mean the opposite ideas are automatically true. You can't escape the madness of crowds by dogmatically rejecting them. Instead, ask yourself, how much of what you know about your business is shaped by mistaken reactions to past mistakes? The most contrarian thing of all is not to oppose the crowd, but to think for yourself. I'm gonna say those last two lines again. Instead, ask yourself how much of what you know about business is shaped by mistaken reactions to past mistakes. I think personally, that's a lot of people. I think we beat ourselves up way too much for mistakes that we've made, or we've just read them differently because somebody said, it's, this is the way to perceive it when it could have been something else. But then now you're thinking back years, months later, and you're identifying it as something else. And you're trying to put it as a part of a pattern of today. And I love the line he finishes with. The most contrarian thing of all is not to oppose the crowd, but to think for yourself. Look, there's a lot of mentors. There's a lot of advice. I give a lot of it, frankly, on this podcast. But what you have to safeguard is that you're filtering this in that is actually going to impact yourself. And it goes back to the last podcast I just published here, which is about one of the principles was to simplify things. Simplify this thing. Make a game out of it, simplify it, and make sure that you can let it go. That means you truly have it. How can you simplify anything that you're given and really have tunnel vision to ensure that you're going to be successful in both your business, your life, whatever it is that you're pursuing? Let's get after it, people. That's it for the podcast today. Please rate, review, subscribe. Appreciate you guys. Take care.